This is Monster of the Week. I'm Jeremy Greer. It's with Chris and Jeremy. I'm Chris Mosier. Dean is gone and Sam's got a dog. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Wiccan. I'm from Detroit. What the heck is going on? And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where we talk about every single episode of the TV show Supernatural, even if they're not that good. Mm. <laughs> In which this, even, especially if they're not that good. Yeah, we get a lot of value out of the ones that aren't good. <laughs> uh, welcome back. We're in the midst of season eight. As, as you can probably tell, we're in kind of one of those mid-season, uh, let's just keep, get this bad boy to 23 episodes kind of mm-hmm. episodes mm-hmm. where it's it's okay, it's fine, it's okay. but we're not like super into it, right? No, no. Uh, it's it's It didn't ruin, you know, the season completely, but it's come after a couple real uh, heavy hitters and this one's just, you know little bit of a stinker just it's a just, little bit there's there's some jokes there's some weird sexual humor in it um which i don't know how well they nail that but there's some jokes so i had some chuckles because jensen and jared are usually funny together but that's kind of like that was the peak of my enjoyment <laughs> the answer to uh how well do they nail that is not very <laughs> yeah um before we get too far into this let's thank all of the wonderful people at patreon.com slash monster of the week uh the latest patron there is jason so thank you jason uh, signing up to our Patreon gets you access to our super cool Discord, which uh, I was reminded recently when somebody new joined that they and they said they had no idea what Discord was. So, Discord is kind of like um, an IRC or a Slack. It's essentially a place uh, with different. <laughs> Let me say two other vague things it's like IRC and Slack. <laughs> it's like a chat room. Get on the internet, everybody. Okay, these are things. It's a chat room. Yeah, it's a chat room that's divided into several different categories. Uh, we have certain categories for. Uh, the other podcasts that you get when you sign up to the Patreon, like the uh, Cowboy Bebop podcast or the Witcher podcast. We also have a dedicated section for vampires and anime and horse <laughs> lore. So, you know, it's a real mature kind of kind of kind of crowd. It's yeah, really fun. Yeah. Come sign up. Uh, and yeah, you could, you also get episodes early. You can listen to the new podcast every Monday instead of every Thursday. So thank Woo. you to the people that do that. And uh, Chris, what's been happening in season eight so far? What's been happening in season eight? First of all, happy Halloween. That doesn't mean anything to the listener, but I just want to say it to you. This is the oh, second yeah. year in a row that we've recorded on Halloween. Is it really? I, yeah. Yeah. I remember last year being like, oh, there's going to be trick or treaters re- ringing my doorbell. So, um, nothing Jesus so Christ. far. I'm so but, old. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> when, uh, when, when will this episode go out? This will be what, two weeks from now? Something like that? No, no, no. We're actually, we're, uh, we no, this will go out like we're recording this on Wednesday, Halloween. So it'll be go out on a week and a day from now. So it'll go out next. So week. instead of Halloween, it's my birthday. Oh, that's true. It'll be. Is is it actually the birthday on your fourth? Yeah. Fucking a gamer. Oh wait, wait. What is next week? Um, it'll come <laughs> out on the on eighth. That. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's early my release. We'll get get it on the fifth, which is the day <laughs> after your birthday. <laughs> I think that's our. That's my birthday. <laughs> When is your birthday, Chris? I don't know. It's the 8th. It's November 8th. It's Scorpio season, Jeremy. It's our time. We're going to transform. I thought you were the 4th for some reason, man. No, I'm the 8th. Okay. Well, then, yeah, this is coming up. Well, happy birthday, Chris. Oh, thank you so much. It's so kind of you to bring that up and just mention it to everybody. <laughs> well, it's it's nice you. when somebody remembers, I think, is the big thing. <laughs> right, right. Um, real quick, before we get into like the main part of the episode and or the recap, uh, I've been having some, some, some illness lately, and it's caused my throat to do weird things. You probably just heard me chewing on a... Uh, 
cough drop. I'm going to try not to cough continually through this podcast, but I want to apologize in advance if I don't sound as great as I normally do. Okay. Well, if you start coughing, I'll just mute you and keep talking, and I listeners suggest you do the same. Um, <laughs> if I okay. start coughing, okay. just mute the podcast. Okay. No, you, you sound totally fine so far. I wouldn't worry about it. Um, let me hit you with that road so far. Let's catch you up what's going on in Season 8 of Supernatural. Last time was Supernatural. From February 1692 to May of 1693, over 200 people were wrongfully accused of witchcraft in the town of Salem, Massachusetts. 19 of the accused were executed for their supposed crimes, the result of paranoia, distrust, and religious mania. Now, the year is 2012, or something like that, and Dean Winchester still hates witches. Despite being the brightest witch since Hermione Granger and using more hex bags than a voodoo priestess, this guy just can't seem to get over it. Meanwhile, Sam has completed the first of the three god trials, tasks that must be completed in order to shut the gates of hell once and for all. But the price the boys will pay may be heavy indeed. I guess I gave up on my on my witch shtick on the second half there, because that's it. That's all I got. That's it? That was yeah. Okay, well, that's good. That's, that's nice. I, looks like I ran out of steam after that Hermione Granger line. <laughs> You're like, okay, I'm obviously I don't know where I'm going I'm with spent. this. <laughs> so the episode that we're covering today is Season 8, Episode 15, Man's Best Friend with Benefits. It was written yeah, by... Big old, uh, big old yikes for me on that one, Jay. Yep, yep. I uh, just want to include my own yikes with that one, see? So <laughs> just make sure we're on the same yikes page. <laughs> this was written by Brad. Brad Buckner and Eugene Ross Lemming, excuse me, Eugenie Ross Lemming, directed by uh, John F. Showalter. It aired on February 20th, 2013. Dean really doesn't like witches. A police officer named Kevin, who turned to witchcraft after working a case with Sam and Dean, is <laughs> plagued right. <laughs> by nightmares in which he murders innocent people. However, when the murders actually happen, Sam and Dean are called in by Kevin's familiar to help, uh, but the brothers aren't sure they want to save a witch. Is this guy's name Kevin? This guy's name is Kevin, yes, the entire says, time. Like, there's a second character named Kevin? No, there's definitely not, because he's he's listed as James Frampton, and I have James in my notes the entire time. So this was just a typo in the... Uh, what? And my, what? Either, either from the wiki or on the official CW website. I don't know which one. So. Damn. Uh, Chris, I there's some troubling stuff that is throughout mm-hmm. this episode. We've, we've mm-hmm. talked about the morality involved in fucking a werewolf. Sure, 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 sure. Um, you know, I think I think both of us. Um, I mean, we talk about we the do lust. it. Yeah, we both we, fuck the werewolf. Right. We both absolutely would fuck the werewolf. We talk about that bloodlust, that regular lust, that yeah. all of those different. Yeah, yeah that hunger, <laughs> that hunger, fuck time. Um, but we, I think we also kind of came to the conclusion that you know, if if it was okay with the human form of the werewolf, like that, yeah. that that's enough cons- consent. Like that's right. you know, how do you feel that this extends to? Um, I don't want to call her a were dog, but it's it's obviously mm. a person that has a very limited amount of sh- of shape change ability, where she mm. can turn into a dog. It's not clear, and it's and, and Dean asked, well, and it's not made made very clear whether she was a dog first or a cat first. I don't really think that matters. I feel very icky about this. I feel like if you're dabbling in witchcraft and familiars in uh, summoning of any kind, uh, usually you're think you know taking after Aleister Crowley, the Satanist or whatever the hell he was. Mm-hmm. All you really want to do is fuck. Um, and you probably don't care about okay. uh, consent or how or, or what lines you're crossing. Okay. It just seems like a lot of this black magic stuff is about people trying to fuck. Usually, usually one side of a of a two way thing wants to fuck another thing. Yeah. So I'm not at all surprised that a witch would summon a dog's 
that would turn into a human that wears a collar um, because they are being owned by somebody and they are just, they're just being, um, they're just having sex and uh, it's icky. And, and I'm just not, but I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Here's my thing. I am totally down to fuck a monster. Okay. Like I'm, I'm into, okay. I'm, uh, but I mean, the moment that I'm you, listening. the moment that you put a pet in front of me, I kind of, mm-hmm. I kind of, I kind of lose my, my, my fuck his own a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Sure, 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 I think it's right. the collar. I think the collar is really the, what, what fucks yeah. this up for me. Like, and again, we're not talking about like, we're not really talking about this seriously at all, but. No, <laughs> there's something. There's something about that collar, Chris. That just it's kinda... a big old. It's a big old red dog collar. It's yeah. not like. Um, it's not like BDSM. Like it's not. Uh, it's, it's not, not a... made for a human. It was original. Originally designed for a, a, a canine for uh, a Rottweiler, which is what the right. woman turns into. <laughs> I uh, so. <laughs> I just man I just there's something about like oh like does he does he have to like walk his familiar you know what I'm saying like right it's if you does get house trained a, a like werewolf I, is a primal force right I yeah. feel like I'm yeah, harnessing yeah, yeah. cosmic energy when I'm fucking this werewolf but yes yeah, the whole am it's the I, goddamn moon am I walking my dog and then also sometimes the dog turns into a pretty lady and I fuck her like that seems weird that's seems just weird seems weird like there's a if scene my where cat the dog- suddenly was like hey what's up chris i'm a hot guy i'd be like first of all, <laughs> all right. no you're not you're no you're not sully <laughs> calm down sully <laughs> you're not a hot guy you, you were named all, after a hot guy you were not yeah. a hot guy second of all what the fuck <laughs> yeah i don't i don't want just there's a scene in this in this episode where she uh is on the floor so he doesn't even let her sleep on the bed in dog form. <laughs> like no. that seems you got a root. Super weird for for a dog slash woman that you were back. Anyway, we uh, have to get off this and talk about the episode. Uh, so let's let's just get through this cold open because my notes are like, <laughs> all right, a guy has a dream of killing somebody, uh, or was it a dream? His dog doesn't care, and neither do we. Oh, he found his bloody t shirt in the trash. I guess the dream was real. He really killed somebody. Sir, yeah, you pretty much nailed it. I do like the setup in this a lot, though. Like it, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's 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 kind of it's that classic uh, supernatural. Like you know, there's a wet alley somewhere, and like some uh-huh. some, some real like <laughs> dirty looking people are walking outside of a dirty looking club. Like I kind of like that. Uh, but then yeah, it's th- very damp. Yeah, this this dude just walks up to uh, what is very obviously a sex worker and just grabs her throat and rips it open. And then he yeah. wakes up in bed. And this is going to be our main character. This is James Frampton, who is played by a guy who looks like he's been through. He's 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 hunky enough to guest star on Supernatural. He's never uh-huh. hunky enough to be a hunter. Uh-huh. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You, you yeah. got, do you get that like cable TV yeah, drama absolutely. vibe off like, of him? Like he's yeah. kind of like pretty, but like but not like fully handsome that's a weird thing to say it is yeah he he looks like he just doesn't have the gravitas to hold down a show but he's always going to be like he's going to gust on two episodes like if you work for that guy you'd be like oh yeah yeah james is a good looking dude yeah uh christian campbell christian looks great man have you seen christian but like he can't hold his own in on the cw (laughs) (laughs) so he's he's so james wakes up he's been having all these weird visions um uh he wakes up and makes coffee. I think like you said, he finds this bloody shirt. So now he thinks that he has been actually killing this. Uh, We go back over to Sam and Dean. And for some reason, they're arguing about the three stooges. I was like, "Uh, my dad called. Uh, He wants his jokes back. Uh, we we we've been educated a little bit, Chris. Since I think uh-huh. the last time we we covered what they call what the what the supernatural community refers to a buckliming episode. Uh-huh. Um, these 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 two writers, these writing partners, seem to be uh, responsible for some of the worst episodes of Supernatural that we've covered. 
uh, including bugs and including the racist truck. So okay, bugs is actually very good. Racist truck, oh, very bad. Nipple play though. <laughs> well, as long as we as long as we say nipple play every time we bring yeah. up the racist truck. Yeah, I thought I thought I was the one that always thought bugs was good, and you always thought it was bad, and you were. The I, one always, that liked I used to truck. skip it all the time. I just when we covered it eons ago, now hundreds of years ago, I was just a young man um, when we covered bugs. And I remember, like, being somewhat surprised that they had managed to put, like, character development in this terrible, terrible episode. So Weird. when I look back on it, I'm like, yeah, no, Bugs is good. <laughs> so they, they're they here. They're arguing about the funniest dude. Uh, it's not a very funny bit. They're, uh, no. They, they kind of talk back and forth, and they say that they're here to repay uh, a cop a favor. And Dean's very hesitant, and Dean's like, Sam's like, you know he, like, saved our lives, right? Like, that's, that's the thing that he did to do this. So we, we're definitely going to be here. Um, but Dean is still kind of hung up on this whole trial thing from the last episode. And he's like, Hey, we should, we should just shut this down, go find another hellhound and let me do the, the, the whole trial thing. So you don't have to do it. Of course, Sam is like, no, I don't, we're not going to do that. Like it's, it, this is my turn. Yeah. Yeah. They keep like randomly throughout the episode. <laughs> Sam will be like, are you sure that this isn't about the God trials? Not this dog fucking she's like how did you know Man, first I, of all i'm not hard second of all i'm <laughs> you're I got this, gummy tummy <laughs> i got my gummy tummy <laughs> that's how you can tell yeah. that i'm not i'm not doing okay uh <laughs> dean Lee, dean leaves to go get beer dean are you are, do you have gummy tummy or are you just attacked by a witch you got a little case of gummy tummy, you right of gummy tummy? uh listeners you'll be rewarded with that joke in 45 minutes or so yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> So, uh, Dean leaves to go get beer or something, mm-hmm. and there's a scratch at the door, and when Sam opens it, a, uh, yeah. a Rottweiler, a very, very- Sam's dog sits and starts tingling. I mean, it's it's amazing, and he's immediately like, you could tell he's distressed because Dean does not like dogs, because the, the dog just immediately runs in and jumps on the bed, and he's but he's like, he can't help himself. He like The dog flips over, and he starts giving him belly rubs, giving her belly rubs, and mm. pats, and man- Sam is a sucker for dogs, just like He's I a sucker am. For Th- dogs. This yeah. is this is what I would do too. Before I very realized. relatable, Sam. Very relatable. <laughs> Extremely relatable. But, but then he sees Dean pull up, and he's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> so he runs outside, and he's like, "Listen, I can explain." Um, what is the way he's, this this part? I thought was kind of funny because he's like, "Just let her stay the night." Like, I, you know, she just came in. I wasn't expecting it, but like, she just not take up a lot of space. She won't bother anybody. Um, and then the the woman, the familiar, has now turned into a into a human lady. Uh, and Jensen is like, or whatever his name is, Dean, is like, oh, what? <laughs> Sam invited a woman in? What the fuck? This is this is kind of a funny scene. It also makes me wonder what <clears throat> Dean has, like, how many, number one, how many times has uh, Sam accidentally had a dog in the room? <laughs> and number two, like, how negative has Dean been when that happened? Like, does he right. start yelling and screaming and, like, beating? Did they just, like, shoo the dog away? Like, this seems like it has a lot of history for Sam to run outside and immediately <laughs> try to defuse the situation in a weird way. Um, but sure enough, opens the door. The, the, it's turned into uh, Portia, who we're going to find out is James's familiar, uh, played by Michelle Morgan. Portia's a very attractive lady. They're going to lean on that a whole lot throughout the episode. Uh, in fact, the whole episode, the crux of this episode revolves around somebody just being jealous that Portia likes another dude. So, yeah. witches be tripping, y'all. Witches be <laughs> tripping. It's some you know, witchy, witchy but necessary. So, basically, she's like, yo, what up? Uh, I'm James's familiar. He's like, you know, witches, it's a witch's companion, basically. Um, James, your pal, he was a cop. Now he's a witch. He's a witch cop. Which, first of all, yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> But, part, part witch, part cop. 
all witch cop. Yeah. <laughs> I guess is the way that works. I don't know. Yeah, that's, I guess all all renegade. I don't know, something like that. Um, so he got he got into some witchy shit, but now he's having witchy troubles. He's having a witchy breakdown, um, and his familiar is a bit concerned. Portia's a bit concerned. She's like, he's a good dude, um, but I see some trouble brewing up around him. So uh, I, I came to you guys. I don't, I think she's the one who sent them the text. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's that's that's going to be revealed later that she's not there on his permission. She contacted him, contacted Sam and Dean without uh, James knowing. She also refers to the case that they worked together, uh, and like, don't you remember the case that you worked? And Sam says, like, oh yeah, the lunatic alchemist. It was crazy. And I'm just like, can we get that episode instead of can this? Can we one? get a lunatic alchemist? I would episode, love to see please. a lunatic. Al- what what please, is he doing? Can we get a lunatic alchemist episode, please. <laughs> what what what? substance is he turning into another substance that would qualify him to be a lunatic because <laughs> i gotta that's know I it's know. not that that's lead into gold shit that's that's standard alchemist uh-huh. bullshit chris uh-huh. like is it is it bleach into wine it's gotta be something that's just, that's lunacy just that's lunacy stupid like water into wood and everyone's like all right man <laughs> <Whoa. but> why <laughs> <laughs> this is this is absolute what we had a good water and now you just have shitty wood what did you do <laughs> Why are you such a lunatic? Yeah, this yeah. used to be a lake. Now it's just a bunch of cabins. <laughs> now it's a bunch of shitty cabins that don't have roofs. What are you doing? <laughs> this guy's got to be stopped. None of these things have plumbing. Again, a better episode than the witch episode. I'm just already saying. Just with this just renegade fucking yeah. cabins everywhere. So uh, he's been he's been solving cases, using his witch powers to solve cases. Uh, Dean says something about uh, you know how he doesn't like witches and gets kind of yelled at. Uh, Portia yells at him a lot, and then he's like, "Wow, that was really hot." And she kind of looks at him, and Sam's like, "Yeah, that was really hot." And I'm like, "What is wrong with yeah, you what two is brothers? Going on? What is what this is going on?" Dean, last episode you got proposition to go into somebody's room while she was listening to "I Touch Myself," and mm-hmm. you didn't know what to do, and now you're like thinking that this is hot. Where is it's your so brain? It's so funny. Like, I know that <laughs> Dean used to do a lot of flirting in the show that we saw. And like, we've seen Dean get laid, but I just have such a hard time believing that season 18, like, can fuck. He's so, like, it just, it's just his life sucks so much all the time that I have a hard time believing that he can, like, get laid without just being a colossal Dean Winchester mess. Absolutely. I, uh, like, I don't care how hot he is. It's just, he's just a broken inside now. It's ever since his gay thing. Ever since right. he had a gay thing, That's he has right. not recovered. That's right. That's right. Um, at this point, they they split up, right? There's just like we got like a vague one off scene of like witch cop at a witch lounge talking to him about his witch dreams and be like, I don't oh, know, man. yeah, yeah. I don't. This witch lounge, Chris, is 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 hella it's weird. Something. It's it's, it's so something. something. Also, uh, the trivia helpfully pointed out that this external shots of all of the witch lounge. Um, is, are the same shots that they use for the external shots and it's for the bar and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Which okay, because I was looking at this and I was like, this looks kind of familiar in a weird way, but I don't know why. And yeah, there we go. Sure enough, there we um, go. yeah, James meets with uh, and he's unnamed at this point, but he's he meets with Spencer and basically is laying out all of his problems to Spencer and Spencer's like, oh yeah, we can we can definitely help you out. Um, that's and, like there's some people like playing chess with their mind and a bunch of other witchy mm. shit's happening. Some it's, it's real not... Ron Weasley shit going on in here. Yeah. Um, James also says that he thinks he's pushing Portia away because he shut her out and they have this like mental connection normally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and he yeah can't... She can't like get into his head anymore. 
so we go back to Sam and Dean who have very nicely, I think, offered Portia a beer because she's just like, hanging around drinking with them, which I just think is great. Like, sure, yeah, you guys are super hunky and I'd like to kill my kind. Let's let's have a beer together. Let's just drink a beer real quick. No big deal. Um. Okay, can dogs drink? That's, I feel like alcohol is not, not good for them. Uh, I will say that, um, like, I've had it, like, um, my dogs will, will like if I let them, will 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 sleeve a pint glass of beer before I I know what to do about it. It hasn't happened in a long time, but they have. <laughs> I've definitely like gone to the restroom and come back and been like, "Where did half my beer go?" And like Avon is on the on the counter, like just looking like I'm having a great night. All of a sudden, everybody, let's hate on women. <laughs> um, I don't know if everybody out here. I don't know if the Monster of the Week listeners know that my dog is misogynistic. I think that might be just an autumn Twitter thing. But yeah, he, my dog is, is. I have a misogynistic dog. Everybody, that's not just something that he does when he's drunk. He does it when he's sober too. He's always like that. Um. So we we flash back to them. They talk some more. It's boring. Then we flash back to this random blind person who, and we see James kind of killing him the same way. And of course, he he wakes up the same way again. So he's he's having these visions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. We go back to James's house where James and Portia are arguing about Portia having brought Sam and Dean back into this. And then Portia leaves in her dog form and just walks out. Uh, and then he goes to talk to Sam and Dean and kind of fills them in on all this stuff and says like, oh, no, I think this is actually happening because here's the shirt that I found that's full of blood. Um, and yeah, that's I guess Dean's automatically goes to another witch. He's like, yeah, this is definitely some witchy shit. Like there's a, this is another witch that's doing this. Yeah. So they're like, okay, time, James, time to put your ass on house arrest so you can stop killing people. Uh, we're going to figure this out. And then Sam's like, you know what? I'm just going to check into some local uh, recent lore. And we're like, Sam, that's called news. And he's like, no, no, no. It's, no, just, no, it's, it's called modern, recent lore. Yeah. It's modern lore. Um, <laughs> so he finds the lore and realizes that there are actual lore reports out there that match up with all of these recent killings that he's been having dreams about. I'm so these gonna, people just that like he's dreaming about are I'm gonna research this I'm gonna go to the recent lore website, CNN.com. CNN, yeah. It's <laughs> news, Sam. It's just, yeah, it's, lore, it's the same thing. It's lore that you can use. That doesn't even rhyme, Sam. What are you doing? <laughs> right. He's uh, a damn idiot. So uh, yeah, they chain him up. Sam confirms all these deaths. Dean brings home chicken feet because they're going to be making this witch killing spell, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have some doubts of whether or not it would work because it was from Bobby's notes. They've all of a sudden mysteriously got Bobby's notes again. So now we're yeah. back to Bobby. Oh, well, this is where Dean, you know, starts to say he's concerned about the witch killing spell. And Sam is like, well, what I, I think you're actually, what you're really concerned about, actually, Dean, is that. Um, you actually are, don't even care about the witch. You actually um, only care about my uh, my trial thing, and you don't want me to do it. It's true. <laughs> he's, that's, like, he's like, Sam, you need to dial it back. You're giving me gummy tummy, and I don't like it. I don't, that's a real bad case of the gummy tummy, and we're on a case, Sam. You know better than to do this with me than when we're on a case. You know better than to drop the many actuallys on me right now when I got gummy tummy. Uh, Sam actually responds to this pretty well, though. Like he has a quote here where he says, uh, "It's not that you don't just trust me; it's that you don't trust anybody but yourself. You can only yeah. trust you." And uh, that's that's kind of an insightful statement from Sam of like, "This is the reason that you're fucked up about this. It has nothing to do with me or my ability. It's just that you can you can't uh, conceive of doing this if anybody else is doing this besides you." Um, and eventually, they just Fair. like decide to drop it because it gets kind of tense, and they're. I think mm-hmm. Dean says, like, are you ready? Are you done with this? And Sam's like, I'm done if you're done. And then they just, yeah. like, completely drop it. And then Dean fucking has to storm out because he's like, great, now I got gummy 
gummy tummy. Yeah, now I got to go to the gummy doctor again. <laughs> and I don't. It's not even my regular gummy doctor. It's a whole new guy. And still, Sam is just sitting there. He's just what the fuck is a gummy doctor? What is he talking about? <laughs> he's always doctor? doing this every six months. He's talking about gummy tummy. I don't know what it is. Usually it's Halloween, but this seems weird. <laughs> this seems so weird. <laughs> Dean with his bow-legged walk and he's grabbing his keys. He's like, "I'll be back." Uh, Sam's like, "What the hell?" They also Sam they goes also to. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, they also argue about using this witch killing spell because uh, mm-hmm. Dean is like, yeah, we might have to use this on James. And Sam is like, no, why, why would we do that? Like, we've, we've, we've let people go in the past. And Dean says, oh, you mean Benny and Kate? Like, they, they didn't choose to be what they are. James did. Like, he, he chose to be a witch. And this is what he gets. Like, he might have to get killed, which is an all new kind of weird line separation from Dean that we've never heard before, which is right. kind of weird, uh, right. which is fine. I don't care. I just like the fact that they do talk about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, also, witches are humans. I feel like that's just, just a thing. They've never, we've never seen them kill a witch. Have we? Have we not? Like, I, them, I, I know we've the, seen witches die. I think um, the couple, like the Lilith that, or something, kills a witch in like season three, maybe, or like, I sure. don't know. There's the couple from Buffy um, yeah. that, and they just leave them alive. There's the, the coven that was doing the, like the book club stuff. I don't think they actually killed, I think that all of those witches killed one another, and then they oh, just yeah. stopped the witch power. Or no, it, they were praying to Lilith, like you're saying. That was exactly what yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah, and yeah. Lilith killed them. I don't think that they've actually ever killed a witch as much as Dean hates to killing a witch. Yeah, I guess now. Like, I, I mean, if we, if somebody can think of a time, let us know. But yeah, I don't, I don't recall a time of them killing a witch. Yeah, listeners, write in at Z. I mean, technically, Ruby, uh, Ruby was once a witch, uh, uh, and they oh killed her God. in season four. So technically, uh, they did kill one. Um, although she had already ascended to demon form, um, which some, you know, some consider that a, a punishment. Others consider it the highest honor for a witch. Okay, so Sam goes to <laughs> talk to he goes down to the precinct yep. to uh talk to the the local uh the local blues. bobbies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the local constables. Uh the the detective that's working the homicide whose name is Ed. Yeah. And they're kind of like just sort of keeping Sam at arm's length about yeah. this. You can't tell if they're disinterested or being cagey about it, but they're like, "Listen, hunk, cut your hair and get out of my sight." The the interesting part of this is that Dean says, "Oh, hey, we went to the scene of the crime and we found, you know, we're, you know, we found more evidence. Here's a piece of the shirt with a blood yeah. stain on it." And uh, the guy says, "Oh, a witness actually saw somebody in a white shirt flee in the scene." And D- Sam says, "Wait, that wasn't any report. Why isn't it a report?" And this guy tries to minimize it. He's like, "Oh, I don't know. Like, we don't really have time to work on this serial killer case anyway. Like, people are dying. We just have to get past all of this and do something else." So it's a little strange, a little weird, little, little weird. weird. Back to the witch bar. Chris, what do you think the name of this place is? Oh, God. It's got to be like the Tumble Tumble Stones or something. No, that's, you know what? That's, 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 that's okay. too rustic. That's too rustic. Uh, you've been playing too much RDR, too, man. Come on. Bring yeah. it back. <laughs> Where are you, you at? Need, you need, it's something like the, um, I don't know, like the Violet Chalice or something like that. Something that's up its own ass. Um, I, I want to be like something like Eyes of Newt, like something classic. Oh, you know oh what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, or no, no, wait, wait, wait. It's the Cauldron. <laughs> The cauldron. Okay, yeah. I mean, that seems like the obvious. That seems like the obvious choice. It's the mixing pot, right? That's what you mix yeah, everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. 
So, uh, Portia and Dean are at the cauldron, as we're going to call it for the rest mm-hmm. of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean's still carrying around the, the, the gummy tummy, but he has to introduce himself as uh, a Wiccan from Detroit. And yeah. pretty much everybody there is giving him the, the what, he, what he calls the stink eye because he's an outsider. Like, they just can, can just kind of tell that he does not belong in this place. Yeah. Um, also, they're like, what's up with this guy in his gummy tummy? He's rubbing his stomach. Is everything okay? Super weird. <laughs> it's weird that you would have a shirt that says, I have gummy tummy while you're eating gummies. <laughs> you Wiccan yeah. from Detroit. Is this like a Wiccan thing? Is this a Detroit Wiccan thing? Yeah, they don't uh, know. They meet up with Philip. Uh, immediate, Dean immediately starts sneezing, and he mentions that he only really does this around cats. Apparently, Dean's allergic to cats, and we just have never wow. known that. Uh, yeah. Chris, this is episode... 164 in the supernatural uh-huh. series so that's uh-huh. just how long it took up to bring up cats I just wanted yep. to yep. um this is philip philip asked a bunch of questions to portia none of the shit matters so i'm not going to really get into the details uh it turns out that uh he P- philip is spencer's um familiar familiar and it turns into a cat so wow yeah what a twist yeah that's pretty much it like that i don't i don't think anything yeah that's it um Sam calls. He got the lab work back. The well, blood so match. Doesn't oh, doesn't uh, I think Dean Dean asks Spencer, who is the guy that that James was talking to earlier. Uh, he asks him if there is such a like a spell that can control other witches. I think. Uh, oh, Spencer's yeah. like, yeah, no, never heard of such. Never, thing. no, man, no. I uh, definitely, I definitely have never heard of one of, of that thing. That if I admitted to you, would definitely, you know make me look culpable for all these crimes yeah but uh anyway did you see some gummy tummy maybe i can help you with that <laughs> do you have any spells for gummy tummy <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, i'm sorry you know gummy tummy oh man 45 minutes from now that's gonna be a really like i think we've over delivered over promised on the gummy tummy just joke. won't he, like for years sam's been asking him what gummy tummy means <laughs> and for say. years dean just goes you know gummy, gummy tummy. tummy and then yeah. he's just been so indignant about it and he'll change the subject he'll go on to something else and it's just sam because there's never been able to catch up and this nobody can nobody knows what he means um so at this point uh philip leaves he turns into a cat's leaves uh sam confirms that the blood is matched uh we go to the house where portia who again is a woman who turns into a dog or a dog uh-huh. that turns into a woman i don't know we don't know i don't know the distinction there um, is wearing a negligee. Like she's wearing, a, like maybe not a negligee, maybe like a teddy. Like she's wearing lingerie, um, which seems like a weird thing for a person that wears, it turns into a dog to wear. Yeah, uh, for sure. And apparently it's her responsibility to put these giant ass chains onto James so that he does not get up in the middle of the night and go kill yeah. people, which yeah. immediately turns into sex fest. Right. Um, and they, like, she, they start boning down. And because they haven't had physical close intimacy, in quite some time because he's been shutting her out also maybe because she's just been in dog form i don't know how this yeah, works i don't know I don't um know. she starts having these same visions um of him killing all of these people which has to be kind of like a buzzkill i mean to me i don't know i don't know what you and jess do in your private time but like if it was me and me and autumn were in the midst of anything and i was like oh here's a bunch of visions of autumn killing like a blind man It'd be kind of a boner kill, man. I don't, I don't know how. Well, there has been several times where she's read my mind and discovered that I'm thinking about slaying orcs on the battlefield. But um, oh, jeez, okay. I think she's, she's learned to shut it out. She could just, you get that look in your eye, <laughs> that smile like, on your face. You, you can sort of see the reflection of, of battle in in my eye. She starts, sna- Chris. I'm down here, Chris. Chris, yeah. c- come back to me. I'm not an orc. Chris, you got you got gummy tummy again. 
<laughs> so I'm really overkilling it with the gummy tummy. It's all right. It's fine. Um, so later on that night, Sam and Dean sneak into the house, and I guess I kind of thought too, like maybe this dude just would have something bad would have happened with this dude, and he like would have killed Portia. But that's not what happened. Uh, no. They find him chained up to the bed. And um, they're immediately going to kill him because they, they've confirmed they got physical evidence or using their witch killing spell. And so Portia stops them and explains like, oh, hey, uh, we boned down and I had these memories, but I didn't see any other memories. Like all I saw were these exact moments of the kill. I didn't see any preparation or anything afterwards. So I think these are memory plants, uh. um, which Chris is kind of fucking stupid. So. Uh. <laughs> Right? Like, this is kind of dumb, right? Yeah, this whole thing is dumb. I, I like, we're going to find out eventually, like, this is all Spencer trying to frame him, trying to frame James. And, like, why to go through the trouble of, like, implanting the memories? You could have just framed him. Like, why make him go crazy at the same time? And, like, right. I, uh, uh, at some point, Sam brings up the fact that James must have not been uh, a very popular guy at his job because being a cop but also a witch he uh, had magic where everybody else just had like paperwork so he uh, was really good at his job made everybody look bad and um i don't remember if that even plays into it but it definitely leads into some suspicion because the cops are being weird about it yeah it does it does play into it because the cop ed um is basically doing this to get revenge because like there was a big case that james stole from him and solved using witch powers instead of just normal human detective powers Right. So he got promoted over Ed. So this is kind of a revenge play for Ed. Uh, Dean and Portia go to like wet pipe factory number seven mm-hmm. and uh, meet up with a warlock named Drexel, which yep. is the most exciting part of the episode until you meet Drexel. <laughs> yep. Just Drexel the warlock is really evocative for me. And then he gets Works out and me. he's just some like shitty dude in a like Pinto Ford Pinto. <laughs> That's yep. like the community hates y'all. You guys suck. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's that's oh. that's what I know from the streets is that everybody hates you. Like thanks, yeah. I guess. And just he just throws some shitty Magic the Gathering cards at Dean, and Dean's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> he throws a green bean bag at, at Dean, and Dean ducks down. Oh my god, is that a gummy? Um. <laughs> yeah, this is this is real stupid, and it's not going anywhere any anywhere any any. any Anytime fast. I don't know why <laughs> no, I got so not. hung up on that. <clears throat> Is this the part where he asked uh, Portia about their sex life and like nothing actually comes of it? Like they don't actually address yep. any of it. Okay. Yeah, I don't even think I made a. Uh, I don't even think I made a a note about it. Uh, what we do find out here from from Jack Drexel the Warlock is that there is a rumor going around about James um, that I guess could potentially expose everybody um, because of these these killings and everything that's been happening. James is kind of putting the the witch community um, un, under the microscope from the outside world, from hunters, mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. maybe Sam or Dean. Um, so James will either have to leave, take his own life, or the other witches might kill him. So, you know, suspicion is, is rising on both sides here. Um, later on, Dean finds a spell for creating false memories. Uh, he finds it in Bobby's notes. <laughs> That's convenient. They should be given the same indeed should be doing this to each other. So like, want to just like change our minds so that we love each other unconditionally from now on. And we stop with all this bullshit. Hey Sam, um, do, do you remember the time that um, I found you having sex with Ruby and like, just had a, like just, just accepted it and went like, went on about my business. I just remembered that for the first time. I think that's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Super strange. Huh. Sam. Um, huh. Also, this is what Dean does, has Castiel do to, to Lisa, so I guess, whatever. Um, 
Uh, so they find the spell. Um, yeah. Dean, congrats. Sam congratulates Dean on not making a single bestiality joke, which I think we were all very thankful for. Mm-hmm. Um, they, at some point, Sam goes to meet the detective and like learns that the detective has a file on James. Uh, so yeah. they go back to James, and that's where we find out all this history with Ed. Um, they. Oh no no they they do the whole uh, astral project thing right that's yeah, what happens. Yeah, he can now go astral pro- project into the locked investigation room or whatever and like look at the files. That's, that that's they have what on it him. is. Yeah, he needs to astral project into my butt because that would probably yeah. be more entertaining than this episode. Absolutely <laughs> right, right between my cheeks. <laughs> just get, get right on in there. Not, there's there's just there's just a, a lot of room in there. I don't know why yeah. I keep talking about and I'm, this. And I, you know, I'm rooting up a toot and fart in there. So mm-hmm, uh, good, oh mm-hmm. god, we're being weird this episode. So it's, it's not a good episode, and we haven't recorded in a long time. So this is just where we are now. This is where we live. This is where we are. Halloween. Uh, I mean, no way. It's my birthday. Um, Everyone has to be nice to me. Yes. So you have to, uh, and you have to not pay attention to his root and toot and astral projected farts. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So uh, James decides that Sam and Dean need to come with him to astral project. So he puts his hands on their shoulder, and they all uh, send their minds into the investigation room uh, at the at the precinct. I like that they call it the precinct. And they see that the the cops do have a file on James. For all these murders, so uh, shits going down on both they, sides. They got the, the whole witches serial are getting killer suspicious. wall. Yeah, the, yeah, they got they got a Sam and Dean serial killer wall set up at their motel room. They also uh, they see a witness statement where uh, Philippe Philippe ah, Lashaw uh, is ah. his name. Which Chris, I don't know if you know what Lashaw transfers into and uh, translates into I, from the French. I don't. It means the cat. Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was on, <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is some low hanging fruit, and we're gonna pick My it. My God! My um, God! So this this has a whole setup against James. Uh, they go to confront Philippe, um, who I've been calling Philip. Whoops, my bad. Uh, no big deal. Philippe just casually discussing with a friend whether or not he should get adult braces. How would that work <laughs> when he turns into a cat? I don't yeah. know. Seems weird. I, super weird i don't understand how this transformation works it doesn't and then he smiled and his teeth were so fine that i was like I, I don't, perfectly straight like you i don't thought i was expecting dentistry. the actor to have something to show for it but yeah uh, i don't know why not to um, inhabit the role philippe right come on <laughs> Who's, yeah, wait, so, who, who uh, plays philippe it's um sebastian uh, gacky way to go sebastian way to method yeah, yeah way to method you idiot um so they, <laughs> they show up at the fuck up your teeth for supernatural yeah you idiot <laughs> James and the gang show up at the cauldron, and mm-hmm. and James confronts Philippe. Um, Philippe says that he had no choice; that his master made him be a part of all this. And as we know, his master is Spencer, who is the fellow that Dean has talked to and James has talked to previously. And that's when Spencer shows up and breaks Philippe's neck. Um, and we find out that uh, he has just been jealous about Portia this whole time. He just wishes yep. that he was boning down on his dog. Um, and, and he was he was fine with it until they started boning. I don't think that we actually mentioned this. Like it's it's kind of weird for a witch and their familiar to bone down. It's kind of against code. It's like one of those mm-hmm. things. Like it's just it's just taboo in the community. And the fact that I don't know how how Spencer found out about this. I'm assuming that he sent Philippe to watch because that seems like like the kind of thing that Spencer would yeah, do. Um, for sure. But he he could not abide this this kind of thing. Like not only was was he a witch cop. Um, not only did he have the the special uh, Labrador retief or whatever I said it was earlier, um, the special dog woman that he wanted, but he was also boning the dog woman. All of these things together, what, he 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 started planning James's quote total ruination. 
It's a lot. It's a, it's lot. a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, because James and Portia never even went to HR about their. You got to file that form. You got to file ten forty five C. That's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now, uh, now Sam and Dean they show up. It's. I guess it's pretty clear at this point that James is innocent. He's just being set up. Um, there's a like a force lightning witch fight where they're sure. like Emperor Palpatine lightning fighting Extremely each other. Extremely bad. Yeah, I hate um, the way that they they relay witches' powers mm-hmm. and all this stuff. It doesn't make any sense. Like they're all like X Men for some reason. Yeah. And this is the most like dramatic part of the episode is where Spencer gets inside Sam and Dean's head and makes them see horrible things. They see uh, themselves in hell. They see each other dying. They see their mm-hmm. mom dying. You know that that kind of thing. Um, and just in the nick of time, Portia comes in and and mauls the shit out of Spencer. That breaks the hold on Sam and Dean. They do this witch killing spell. Um, and I it, was it, thinking it unleashes to myself, the power of bad CGI. Yeah, I was just thinking like, can't can't they just shoot this guy like? Like with guns, <laughs> you just put a bullet in it. <laughs> like I know he's can use magic, but he's still a human. Can't they he's just still kill? Just a normal dude. Like I, I, I understand that he's yet. he's fucking Magneto and he can stop bullets from flying at him. But like I feel like they should just be able to take care of this. I mean, if he can be mauled by a dog, he can be shot with a gun. That's all I'm saying. Um, but no. So Spencer's dead. James and Portia are like later, y'all. We're out of here. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, they, they're together, and then they decide to go ahead and leave. Um, Portia is really flirty with Dean and Sam for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, then they just get to a car and drive away. And that's yep. like that's kind of one all of those that- conversations like next to the car where they just started talking and it's written as if they just started talking but they're standing there as if they've been talking for quite a few minutes. Yeah, they so. had to like it's it's one of those things where they're saying the first thing that you would expect them to say, but it's obviously 10 or 15 minutes later. Like, time has passed. <laughs> it's like, they were, were they absolutely quiet? Did they just, yeah. everybody kind of look at each other and Even then, like, walk out Even if they took separate cars the and, they got, yeah. and they got out of the car at different times, you'd still, you know, Dean would be saying, so, hey, what are you going to do next? As they were kind of walking over to talk to them, it wouldn't just be like, all right, are we all four standing how we'd like to stand? Great. <laughs> okay, let's speak. Let's, let's have this. And action. <laughs> Uh, this is I, you know you're absolutely right I, I, it, I, I, that's always bothered me but I've never really been able to phrase it that way but yeah absolutely yeah that's so fucking weird um, so they they leave I don't think we ever see those two characters again so congratulations guys um, as they're driving away Sam and Dean get in the Impala Dean's driving and, he's, and Dean says you know what I've, I've been wrong ah. um, when I was when they put the whammy on us and I was seeing all of these things I saw you know, mom, and I saw some bad stuff that I'm going to talk about, basically hell. Um, it, it made me realize that the the only way that we can really get through this stuff with is by staying together. So if, if you're the one doing this, and if you if you tell me that you're good, then I'm I'm with you 100. percent Like I'm 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 going to support you no matter what, which is big for Dean. Like this is this is a yeah. huge moment for Dean and Sam, or for mostly for Dean, but for Dean and Sam. Yeah. Um. This is this is pretty good stuff. Um. It. I always like these kind of moments. It feels a little bit like it was um, forced in there because it just doesn't have all that much context with everything else. But yeah, um, I I like when when Dean kind of opens up and he, he even says like, "I trust you, Sammy." I like when he calls him Sammy. Um, he says, "If you say you're good, I'm with you 100." Um, percent Which is very nice of Dean. But we kind of still got that like sly lying secret keeping shit because sam goes i'm good and then it's like um he says i'm good <coughs> and then there's just blood all over his lip 
And of course, it's Sam Winchester, so that he hides it, uh, yeah. which is always super fun. Um, yeah, this I mean, is, I get why I get why he's hiding it sure. because he like literally just had Dean voice his concern and then say, "Okay, you know what? I'm with you. I got it." And then for Sam to immediately be like, "Thank you so much for trusting me." By the way, I'm coughing up blood. Yes, I can't handle this. <laughs> uh, I am. I am 100 percent uh, coughing up blood. Is what I am right now. So I just think you should maybe know that so that you could not trust me to get this job done. Like we've been talking about a whole lot. Um, yeah, I get it, I, I, and I don't actually mind Sam holding this back. Like I feel like that right. that is inside Sam's character. Uh, I feel like that's something that he would definitely do, especially after this conversation. Uh, I, I don't even mind that this conversation feels relatively tacked on. Like it's it it's very much in the vein of the brothers going to deal with something that they're while they also are dealing with much bigger stuff. Right. Um, right. And I, I just like just the, the, the details of this episode specifically are just kind of bullshit and boring. So, yeah. Um, we didn't need this episode. We didn't, I, we didn't, if we're going to have a random one-off hunt, it's gotta be like the boys hunting something cool. Not like the boys hanging out with a guy who fucks his dog. <laughs> I just, you know, like, did we need more witch lore? Like, is that, I, is that, I don't like, know. did we look at the canon and be like, well, you know, we, we don't really do a lot with witches. Let's get into some witch shit and let's, let's have a witch bar and a, and a witch familiar that turns into, I don't know, man. Like, I just, I, I just, I, I, I asked in our discord, uh, if there's ever been any good episodes with witches and, and the only response I got, it was, um, some stuff that we're going to see in the future because there's a major character come in the future who is a witch. Um, and I, to be frank, have never liked her in the past, so I'm not sure how I'm going <laughs> to really like when we start covering her for the show. I think she stares up in season yeah. eight. I don't remember. Um, but I just, I, none of the witch episodes have been good. Even the one, the only one that I can really think of that was okay was the one where they, um, turned Dean real old. You remember that one? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but even that, that guy like, was a leprechaun. He was a leprechaun. He wasn't a witch. I think so. Oh, I think he called himself a leprechaun. Well, never mind. Well, I know he gave. I know he gave Sam the clap. So that was. That's I, the I think he was. Part. I think he was a witch. But yeah. like, I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, but like, no, we just haven't had good witch lore in, in Supernatural. I don't right. think Supernatural is a real good fit for witches, except for like when they go super gross. It's always mm-hmm. it always ends up being a human that the boys have either some sympathy for when they shouldn't, or no sympathy for when they should. And I'm not. I don't know. It's just kind right. of boring. Yeah, I agree. You caught me on Halloween hating witches, Chris, is where, where we're at right now. We're, That's where you're at right now. That's I'm, where you're at. I am on Sam Hain is, is, is looking around for me going, what did you say about my witches? And yeah, that's, that's where yeah. we are. Well, actually, it's, it's my birthday, so it's okay. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Happy birthday, Chris. Um, and happy Yay. birthday to you, because by the time that the next episode comes out, it'll be your birthday as well, right? It's five that's days true. later. Yeah, yeah. Like, so if you're listening to this, uh, yeah, yeah. So the next episode will be my birthday, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Close. Anyway. Um. Gummy Tummy's coming for us. Gummy Tummy is coming. Uh, next episode, just as a little preview, Gods versus Zombies. Mm? Typical. Huh? Mm-hmm. Sound, sounds pretty cool. Ah, uh, yes, like the popular video game, Plants versus Zombies. Yes, it's, 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 it's the sequel. <laughs> Instead of uh-huh. plants, you're having a plant god, which is kind of weird. Kind of skews the meta, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, um, yeah. 
thank you everybody for listening to this uh, extremely great episode of Monster of the Week. Thank you for everybody <laughs> for putting up with the gummy tummy uh, that you have inside your heart after the end of this episode. Uh, please stay tuned after the music to listen to the extremely fascinating history and origin of the gummy tummy. It's joke. not something that we came up with. Okay, no. yeah, yeah, it's just something that Chris and I decided to run with for no reason whatsoever. Uh, thank you to everybody at patreoncom Monster of the Week. Thank you to everybody who has left reviews. Uh, thank you to everybody that just listens to the show and thank you to everybody that's recommended to your friends we we appreciate and love all of you um if you're listening to the podcast for the first time uh just always feel free to just reach out we can hit us up you can hit us up at motwcast on twitter i'm at jg greer chris i'm at local bones uh we can talk to all three of those accounts if you would like to they're all, all at the same email. time if you yeah, want yeah. yeah just just to at all of us it's so much fun that way <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with Gods versus Zombies. And until then, uh, Chris, what do we usually tell our listeners? Stay gummy, tummy. All right, cool. <laughs> All of us are really going to have a lot of fun with the gummy tummy stuff. <laughs> okay, what episode is this? Jesus. 98. 98? Oh my God, what are we going to do for 100? Uh, you know, I was looking at it. It's not a particularly, like, no, I don't remember the episode at all. Um, Goodbye, Stranger. It sounds like a big one, like Crowley's back, Meg's back. Well, we can just reflect back on the last 100 episodes. Yeah, I'm probably not. Can you fucking believe that shit? I can't, dude. 100 weeks. Um, yeah, we're coming up on the two-year anniversary, right? Yeah. How does that? How does time work? Because we started this at the end of December. We're mm-hmm. in January at some point. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. I don't remember when the first episode came out. Let me go look. <laughs> well because of episode zero which i for some reason scheduled on december 25th 2016 yeah episode one was <laughs> december 27th 2016 so wow what was episode zero that is what we recorded uh after we started the patreon patreon oh and kind of apologize and kind of just explain like oh hey we're, we're missing a guy now <laughs> and the audio yeah. quality is way better and also if you want to yeah. give us money you can do that yeah <laughs> all those things <laughs> Let me upload that audio for you, partner. Oh, God. The, whew, the art for episode three, man. You went there. What was it? It was the one where Dean is like bent over, just looking like he's <laughs> taken, taken one yeah. in the keister. It's literally just a screenshot with the logo on it. That's it. That's all it is. You didn't Photoshop it. You didn't do anything. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, the early ones are so bad. <laughs> They they've got something special though they they really do. Uh, God, the Dean and the Morrissey shirt's really good. That's that was when I was trying to get a little creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, oh God, some of these. I remember thinking that the one with the painting in the background was really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually was just looking at that one. Number seven was is actually really good because it has all of our faces on it. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. really clever. Oh, man. And then I think, yeah, it was around there that I started having a little bit more fun with it. I think um, I think Enemy Brothers 
is the first one where you were like, oh wait, I kind of want to do a thing. Like I want to, I want to do like a, a whole thing with this. Yeah, movie. yeah. Because oh, after man, that, it, that's when they started getting kind of framed, and you kind of started getting a little. In, in, in Enemy the- Brothers is the one where <laughs> I. It's the werewolf fucking one. Is it? Yeah, it's got her in the background. <laughs> oh, nice. Good, good, good. Um, yeah. So I did. I did the um the Wham album cover. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a couple before that, but yeah, I think uh, I think around then, using that fucking logo sucked. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we 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 because it was so hard to like make it to do anything with it. Um, yeah, the one of us sitting on the couch. That's the first time we had our new logo. Yeah, and friend of the show, there, uh, Nid, who you can find a, a link to. I don't know if this is in the outtakes or not, but in the uh, if you go to the about page on our website, there's a link to all of all of Nid stuff. Oh, cool. Oh, oh yeah, and then episode twenty, episode twenty six, um, yeah, that's where that's where shit started getting crazy. Oh yeah, I did this. I did the um, the Sting album, yep. and then from then on, I was like, wait a second. Auto-tune, I, I um, searched something up, and I and I, when I found the one that I used, I found a bunch of other ones, and was like, I gotta do a whole thing. Uh, Autumn has been listening to the podcast for, since episode one. Like she's wow. been re-listening to the episodes, and she's making wow. notes. About the first time that things happen, uh-huh. can I can I read you a couple of these? Absolutely. Um, how early do you think that we used? Um, she's only on episode four, so this is not really going to be a good one. This is not good trivia. Um, let's see. First Dark Souls mentioned is episode one. So that's, okay, that's of course. It. Um, first mention of being someone being shook, episode three. <laughs> uh, episode four, first mention of Chris's dad watching the series. <laughs> 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 Apparently, it also took us till episode four to use the word hunks. If you oh, wow. That, which had, wow. seems very off brand to me. Yeah. I'm like very curious to listen back, but I, I don't know if I can. Autumn says that they're um, like because I've been worried about this too. And she's like, they're not anywhere near as bad as you built it up in your head. Like they're 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 fine. They're perfectly fine. I just I, I do worry about the audio a little bit. So, mm-hmm. God, I don't even remember some of these like the Lord of the Ring moms. <laughs> like the, just the LOTR moms. Yeah, like what? <laughs> what was that? What was that? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Uh Oh yeah, these this is some good artwork. Oh, I should probably go do artwork, huh? Yeah, yeah, we need that tomorrow. So. Okay, let's see. What did I do last time? Oh, I did the Orthodox Jews. <laughs> My gigantic dark ambient works volume three. Oh no, I didn't post it last week. You didn't do the on Instagram. Oh. Oh. Okay, I'll have to do a twofer. You have to do two posts. It's okay. Nobody cares. I know this is like getting high off my own supply, but I could literally just go through all of our episode titles and like all of the artwork. And um, there's some good about, goofs in there. Have we talked about the poster that we did on the podcast? Oh no! Yeah, yeah. So I still need uh, to go and get a frame for that. It's like, is it twelve by eighteen? It's exactly twelve by eighteen. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, we um, I put this out on Twitter and in the Discord. Um, but we uh, we commissioned somebody to get 
to to compile all of the season art, season seven art, uh, the the Junji Ito Yuzumaki stuff combined with <laughs> Kaz, Dean, Sam, and you know various characters of Supernatural all into one extremely cool compact poster, and I, I absolutely adore it. So uh, yeah, go- it looks fucking rad. Yeah, go check that on Twitter. Um, I'll put a link to it for patrons, so patrons have like a high quality version in their inbox. Uh, I was kind of originally thinking about like putting it on the shop. I'm still kind of debating whether or not to do that. T Public stuff doesn't look really nice, but everywhere else is really expensive and not really. Uh, T Public isn't even European friendly, so I don't really know. So basically, if yeah. you want to buy a copy, um, let me know. I can maybe get one printed locally and ship it to you, or I can, if you're a patron, I'll just send you the high quality artwork and you can print it yourself. Uh, if you do buy it for me, if I get one, if I get some printed locally and I can just ship them to people, which I'm thinking I might be able to do fairly cheap, then uh, just know that I'm going to send back a uh, a little bit of that money to the the artist in question, which is Jesse. They yeah. they are the ones that do the singing at the beginning of the episode, starting in season eight. So yeah. yeah, she's all over this season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to leave now? I'm, I'm fucking starving. Yeah, go eat. Oops. Oh, where's the Discord application? Right. Okay. I uh, I started recording my Arthur Morgan impression, but oh, hey there, Chris Mosier. I was just saying, I started recording my Arthur Morgan impression, but it was going very poorly. I'm going to need to work on it. <laughs> I don't know uh, what mine's going to sound like at all, but I definitely want to read it to you live. I don't <laughs> I don't know how much of a good Arthur Morgan I'm going to do, but uh, I definitely want to read it to you because I think uh, I think you're going to get a kick out of it. I actually, so I was, I was driving home when I was like, okay, let me think of this. So I just recorded myself so I could like remember it. Oh, and then- nice. Yeah. Okay. But it's it's of no use. I'm not going to use it or anything because parts of it, I was like, that word sounded like Arthur Morgan, and that other <laughs> word sounded like me, like an exaggerated version. But sometimes I just completely lose it altogether, and I just become Chris. I but, don't know, uh, Chris. Just send me that audio. We could just splice that bad boy right in. <laughs> I'll uh, all right, whatever. I'll text you later. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like it'd be I, a good uh, use of our time. Oh man, I just tripped up the stairs on my way to do this, and m- mother of God, my toe hurts right now. <laughs> <laughs> you would think after 28 years that I'd be used to having these um, water skis on my feet, but I, I strangely haven't adjusted to them yet. We have um, concrete steps or cement steps leading up to the, our mm-hmm. front door, and uh, the other day I was leading one of the dogs in and she did something like she went a different way or whatever. So I had to like, I don't know what I did, but I ended up smashing my toe into the concrete and uh, I just looked down and it was just bleeding profusely like everywhere. I was like, I don't, I can feel that right now. Like I don't know what to do. Like it's just, it's just going to have to bleed. I'm not going to touch it. Like I'm not going to make it any worse than it already is or better. Like I'm just, this is just how my life is now. My toe is just going to bleed. So when I was, um, when I was like eight or something, I remember Joe from Chomp Chain. He was over my house. We were running around in my backyard, and I uh, I went to go inside. And my my old my parents' old house had a um, sliding glass door, and I pulled that sucker open. And apparently, it wasn't on anything. 
So it just came off when I pulled it, and the sliding glass door fell on my my bare foot. I think I was like in a pool or something. Uh, it fell on my bare foot and just decimated my toe, and I I lost my toenail. It was a whole thing, and I was only eight, so I should have known that uh, my my feet were going to be a problem for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was when it that was when it started. Yeah. Yeah, and then when I was in college, so that the, I had plenty of other things. I had like ingrown toenails, which just sounds gross when you say it, but really it's just painful because it's a toenail growing under your skin, which yeah, is yeah, like yeah. the wrong way. Um, and then I went to go have that checked out one time and like operated on, and I had a podiatrist, a goddamn foot doctor that I saw regularly, <laughs> and she was like, "Hey, what's this on the bottom of your foot?" And I was like, "I don't know, could be." warts or something that's been there for a while but no apparently i had gotten like a serious infection in the bottom of my foot and uh it was from the college um dormitory bathrooms oh yeah Mm -hmm. lesson learned there Mm -hmm. put in some goddamn flip-flops uh yeah so i got an infection and it it, like changed my body changed my skin so that it created like this deep fissure that's how she described it a deep fissure in my uh in my foot so like the skin just like grew in separate directions rather than like binding together the way that it's supposed to so there was just a big old gash in the bottom of my foot that was just open um and oh geez chris that i is think it was not good. once once or twice a month i'd go see the foot doctor and she would cut open my foot like cut off the infected skin just with like a, a knife um you know a, a doctor knife as they call them and uh then she would pour wait was she uh, using acid. a doctor knife or was she called doctor knife which she, <laughs> she was called dr angela knife um no <laughs> dr a knife <laughs> she was using a scalpel or whatever the hell yeah and she would scrape away the infected stuff which is probably really gross to somebody so i apologize to the listener but uh she would just cut it away like just cut my foot open so you know be bleeding a little bit which whatever and then she would put acid into the wound to just like burn away the infection and the first time that she told me she like or she used it she told me that uh this is not fda approved oh, in america <laughs> but everywhere else in the world this is fine everybody uses this this acid and it's fine it's just here that it's not fda approved i just want you to know and i was like lady i don't even know what you're talking about i'm 19 and i hate my life um so she she would put this acid into my foot and then for about four or five days after that i couldn't like walk on it i mean i i could but just like not put that part of my foot down so i'd kind of walk on like the back of my heel uh because if i touched it against anything it was like you know no way i mean i had i had a knife wound in the bottom of my foot <laughs> um, that just kept getting reopened every two weeks chris can uh, i ask you so, a really important question uh-huh did, did somebody explain to you as a child or even as a teenager that you only had one body that you didn't you wouldn't resurrect your, your flesh as if you were some I, I feel like I didn't really or, get the memo. Superheroes. I don't think I got the memo. I thought I was just going to live forever and always be okay, despite <laughs> never being that healthy. Like, I've been chubby since I was 10. Like, but, but yeah, I'm fine. I'm going to live forever. It's going to be good. Um, but it's all downhill, that, man. Like, once you get out of yeah. your 20s, it's all, like, even then, oh, yeah. like, it, the, your, your kind of mid-20s is when it's, just, I don't if you're me, like, I didn't really take care of myself at all. So, like, mid-20s, I've been on just kind of a, a, a downhill decline. Yeah, um, all these stomach issues, I can't tell if I have, like, a sickness or if I'm just like, no, brother, you've been treating yourself like shit for a long time, and this is your comeuppance, so. But, <laughs> this is so, what hey, your this, life is like now. This acid process was, you know, it was something, and it sucked, and it hurt a lot. I just, like, got a tingle in my foot thinking about it, but it worked, and it went away. The, the infection in my foot is fully healed. Good. Um, I mean, it was until I just fucking smashed it on the stairs on my way in here, but. Yeah. I uh 
I, I've been through some pretty miserable um, illness, not illnesses, but some injuries and, and just I, like I've had to take staples out of myself before. You ever had Stop. to? Uh. Yeah, yeah. You can know, so no, like if they don't. My, I had to go with my dad when I was a kid, and he had to get staples removed. And he's like, "Yeah, just come in with me." I'm like, "Why am I not home with mom right now?" <laughs> and I watched the doctor take staples out of his leg. I was like, "What the fuck? The, Those are for paper, not for legs." The doctor just gave me like a literal staple remover. It was like and just like handed it to me and was like, "You're gonna know when the time comes when to use this." And I'm oh. like, it's, "Is it is it a sword? Uh. <laughs> what What do you mean? I'm gonna know when the time." comes yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense and it doesn't it hurt an, at all oh. like once once it heals it's just like pop you just pop them right out like you don't even mm-hmm. feel it but it's 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 extremely weird yeah that's a, it's just it's un- unnatural it's something, it's something that should not be and even though when you take this anointed stapler remover whatever the the stapler remover of gavin but it's still <laughs> it was all i could do there was another there's another thing about gavin last night and how he did something and i was like i've been bothering chris too much about <laughs> gavin already i need to stop taking screenshots of of, of things that gavin did in this book <laughs> i don't know has why gavin even sh- has gavin shown up yet or is it just like no gavin is gavin? uh like gavin is like the mythical person that like he was the original uh, founder of yada 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 whatever, whatever. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I was trying to make a comparison in Lord of the Rings, but I don't actually know anything about Lord of the Rings besides Gandalf. So, so yeah. Let me tell you a little thing about Lord of the Rings. I get a lot. I get a lot of hate on the internet for um for knowing for Funko Pops existing. <laughs> That's just not. You can't. You're not allowed to like them. Um. I don't know if I've told anybody that I have a complete set of the Lord of the Rings ones, like every, every variation that there is. It's the only thing in my life that I have a complete collection of. I don't know why I have it, but I do. I'm looking at them right now. It's all that's on my desk. Um, but they just announced eight more, and I'm I'm on the edge right now. I'm like, do I buy those eight more and keep this collection whole, or do I just give up, call it quits now, and sell all this shit off? I don't know. What are the eight more? Like what? What are okay? They're good. Eight. They're a good eight. It's the Witch King. Okay. There's um the oh fuck the Dunbarrow that's not the right the Ghost King that or Aragorn like gets the army from this is terrible Lord of the Rings stuff so you get those two guys they look cool then you got Legolas you got Gimli you got Boromir you got Galadriel you got Elrond somebody else probably that I can't remember but it's a solid crew unfortunately it's just like more space money and degradation are of my they soul. um. So like okay so I I I'm a known Funko hater right like mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm just going to go out on the record that I find mm-hmm. them all look not all let me rephrase I find a lot of them especially the early stuff to all look essentially the same like mm-hmm. slight color differences to denote what character they're trying to represent weird looking like black eyes that I've never really enjoyed looking at whatsoever sure 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 um but over the last couple of years like they've they've come out with like some some very clever models like there was the the laying down Jeff Goldblum that I thought was really funny yeah. and really good um you showed me one the one the other day that I can't remember what it is now but I actually kind of liked it uh do you remember what it was that you texted me I don't um shit yeah, I don't remember what it was, but I was like, yes, this looks like an okay design to have. Like this this is a this is an R8 design. Um I'm looking back through our text messages and it's nothing but you with that weird fucking bitmoji creature and I don't I do not <laughs> like. Oh, it was the um it was the uh, it's Ed from uh Space Cowboy. Oh, that's Cowboy right. Bebop. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
She comes with a little tiny space cowboy. From space cowboy. She comes with a little tiny Ayn. Um, like some of those, like they're getting more creative on the design. So are they eight that you're missing? Are they like what I would call standard Funko? Or are they just, are they I think kind that of they creative? look better. Yeah. They look better than, because um, they're just getting better as time goes on. I'm really exposing myself on this podcast here. I'm sending you, I just sent you a text. It's got a couple of the, the more exciting ones, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Tell me, tell me more. You know, just a little, little Gandalf action, little okay. King Aragorn ax- action, the Balrog with his freaking fire whip, and Treebeard's lurking in the back doing his thing. Okay, so like these are these are what I what I would call like decent Funkos. Like they've got more more of a design process to them, especially the one on the far right. Like that one doesn't even look like a Funko to me. Um. Oh yeah, the Balrog. It's like a full on thing. To the listeners at home, Chris just texted me a picture of of some some. Funkos on top of uh, Listen, on top of some books. It could be, you know, it could be drugs. You know, I could be like collecting racist articles from the nineties or something. All right, who is giving you shit about liking these things? Like, I don't like. Do I you- brought it up once in our Discord, and then immediately felt ashamed. And I was oh, like, oh, okay, yeah. And I always see like the casual one-off tweet, like, um, just people saying like, oh, the type of person who, oh yeah, 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 is awful also is the type of person who collects these things i'm like i I don't think i'm an awful person do you remember when uh um my brother my brother and me started and they were like real shitty to furries and then as time went on they just totally 180 that opinion we're like oh yeah we probably shouldn't just like hate bash these people who just have a different (laughs) like sexual fetish than we do like even though it's it's ridiculous like i think you could safely say i think this is ridiculous that you get dressed up like this and do these things it's not wrong and i shouldn't make Mm -hmm. fun of you for Mm -hmm. it I feel like we're 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 about to hit one of those on Funkos where it's like okay, like who cares? You know what the other problem is is the the people that collect Funkos collect a lot of them. Like you yeah, never sure see do. you never see two Funkos on a shelf. It's always like <laughs> no, a, a zillion Funkos on a wall right. of Funko. Like you see you see a house made of Funkos is is what you mm-hmm. see when you and that's mm-hmm. I think that 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 invites a little bit of um negativity a little bit of uh right. condensation it's just always these really really woke dudes who are like hey you know what also fuck you <laughs> so I, if you could tell i have a lot of resentment it kind of like seeing certain people uh that i know that you know mm-hmm. talk a lot of shit just made me be like you know what fuck fuck you i'm just gonna keep doing what i like doing it's spurred me on to just well, probably in a bad way to just be like no i'm about to lean in now, yeah yeah to, to lean into fuck it more you, you're an asshole <laughs> of course that's the way this should definitely work is yeah. you should be able to you should take the opinions of others and use it to fuel your own yeah. Yeah. <laughs> habits yeah oh man i got that solar amiibo the other day that was pretty cool oh nice nice he's uh um, he's reaching for the sky dude have, have you seen it like in person no i haven't I own um I own two Solaire figures. Uh, one is one is tall and one is small, and uh, this one is the only one where he is got like a actual like he his back you could probably fit the side of a balloon in his back the way the curve is. <laughs> he oh. is he is fucking leaning like I have never oh. seen Solaire lean before. <laughs> I don't know maybe I just didn't pay attention to it in the game or anything like I don't know like I haven't I haven't I'm gonna. Go I always back. felt like. He was standing like straight up. He wasn't doing like a whole let me um, back thing. Hold hold on one second. I'm just gonna go. I haven't took taken my. I'm gonna do one for my pen tweet, but I haven't actually taken a picture of it. I'm gonna take a picture and, and send it to you real quick. Okay. The first one took with the flash, and I was like, "Ooh, you can see all the dust on the shelf." I gotta not do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is this is headed your direction, Chris Mosier. Good tweets, Chris, as I like to call you. Ah, uh, yes. 
great to see um, Tom Hiddleston and his on-screen dad reunited. Not Tom Hiddleston, with the fucking Tom Felton. I don't know. It's great to see young Malfoy and old Malfoy reunited for the Witcher series. Yes, yes, that's going to be great. I'm pretty. I'm looking forward to that a lot. Wow, he's wow, really arching that back. Okay, so it's not just me, right? Like you can, you, you're looking at that and going like, "Wow, that's a, that's an angle." Yeah, that's a full angle. Who's that like basketball player next to him? Is oh, that's that figure of you. <laughs> no, that's um when uh <laughs> when Gary Butterfield was down, we uh we went to Toys R Us because they were shutting down. Right. And right. um we found this they were selling a bunch of figs and uh that was a Lionel Messi fig, and that's a soccer player that Autumn likes, and it was like two dollars. So I, I bought it. And then the other day, uh our dog picked it up from where it was on the bottom shelf because I usually do not have this in the top shelf. <laughs> so, but with, I had your Dark Souls figures with my yeah. Dark Souls figures and my Mercy figure, which is all the way on the, on the backhand side. So very good. I see Solaire kind of dropping it low. Not Solaire, Artorius dropping it low back there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gary doesn't listen to this podcast, so I'm not going to say this. But uh, he was really, really nice and sent that to me. It's kind of like a oh, thank you for letting me stay at your house. And then it came kind of broken. So he he has that that gangsta lean now. So he just leans against the I wall. See. I see. <laughs> Uh, I should take a front picture of that because there's actually like cooler figures in that. But whatever, I'll do it later. You ready to do a, a podcast on a bad episode of Supernatural? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I read you my Arthur Morgan fan? I would love to hear first? it. Yeah, sorry. Like I think we yeah. need to do that, and then I'm, I'm hopefully, hopefully, I'm going to try to like do a little growl, like okay. a little, like a like an Arthur Morgan kind of thing. But I don't. Like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how successful. Howdy, I'm gonna be. partner. You got to talk like you have a little bit of cotton in your mouth. Just a little bit. Just a little, a yeah. Like, I've got a whole thing of chaw in my cheek, is the way, yeah, I, that's yeah, the way yeah. I'm expecting it. Um, Morning, partner. Listeners, I was I was uh, <laughs> on the brink of sleep, and I, like, did one of those, like, sit up straight in bed, like, oh, I have an idea, and then was like, we should write, we've both been playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, I think that's not a surprise for anybody. Maybe for me, because I, I don't, I, I'm not a huge, like, Red Dead fan, but I was, I kind of got into the hype, so I, you know, got into it. Mm-hmm. I was like, we should write, we should do, um... What is the name of your podcast, Chris? I've already forgotten it. Uh, the Pretenders Guild? We should do a Pretenders Guild thing where we, we write from the perspective of our characters. And because uh, I had come up with kind of a funny story about mine. So I'm hoping that this is going to be this is going to be good. And you were, okay. are, are you going to read yours or do you just want to send me I'm your not going to read mine. No. Okay. <laughs> it's not very good. I do. Uh, I do want you to send me your audio, though, so we can just see what happens with that. Okay, I mean, there's like radio sounds in the background, but whatever. Oh yeah, that's 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 that'll make it even better for the <laughs> listeners. I think. Yeah, I'll, uh, uh, I'll 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 spend some time editing that too. <clears throat> I don't have a title for this or anything, so I'm just gonna get into okay. it. My name is Arthur Morgan, and I'm an immortal outlaw. I don't know when I became immortal. Hell, after all these years of being shot at, chased, and otherwise harried by cops and crooks alike, I figured I'd found out sooner than 1899. But here I am today, writing in my journal after another many deaths that since that damn robbery went wrong in Blackwater. It started in the mountains. We had been on the run from the law for weeks, and our people were dying. We needed food, shelter, and to get out of the damn snowstorm we were trapped in. Luckily, I found an abandoned building and led the rest of my crew there. They set up a makeshift camp while me, Dutch, and Bill went on ahead to find more food. We didn't find food, but we did find those damned O'Driscolls. They had robbed and killed a man for his house and were making use of his woman for things better left out of an outlaw's journal. Dutch tried to make nice, but as things always tend to do in my life, it went crooked. 
guns were pulled, and before I knew it, I was bleeding from a damn gunshot wound. And when I say bleeding by God, I mean bleeding. I'd never seen this kind of blood. I felt weak. My arms, they didn't work no more. I dropped into the I dropped into the snow and started <laughs> shit, I'm losing the accent. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to hold on to it. <clears throat> I dropped into the snow. Oh shit, I lost my I lost my place too. This is gonna be great. <clears throat> I dropped into the snow for the third time. My <laughs> <laughs> I dropped into the snow and started dreaming of gunshots and my friends yelling my name. I faded out and part of me knew that this was it, and I was headed to whatever serves as an afterlife for this miserable world. I closed my eyes and saw red letters in the black, but couldn't read what they said. Then everything went black. A bit later I saw clouds rolling across the sky. It was almost like the sky was moving in opposite directions. I know it don't make no damn sense, but that's what it was. <laughs> I realized I could open my eyes, and I did so. And there I was, standing in the snow, hungry as all hell, but intact. I looked around and spotted my new horse standing in a bit away from me. I whistled, and he came over, and I started riding through familiar land. It wasn't long before I made myself back to the makeshift camp, met up with Dutch, and was surprised to hear him say the same words I heard before. We need food, Arthur! We all mounted up, and sure enough, everything happened again. Except this time, I killed those O'Driscoll sons of bitches. Yeehaw! Since then, we've made it down from the mountains. We made it, found a nice little camp, and I've been trying to convince everyone to rest up, and more importantly, get some cash so we can go get even with so we can go even the odds with those damned O'Driscolls. <laughs> I also keep coming back to life. I've been killed so many times now. I stop counting. No matter how I die, each time it's the same unreadable red letters fade to black and in that damned moving sky each time i find myself standing alone except for my horse a little ways from where i died i've been eaten shot stabbed poisoned once a goddamn wagon ran over me in the middle of fucking town my name is Martha, arthur morgan and i'm an immortal gunslinger and i have no idea what i meant to do next god damn god damn yeehaw partner <laughs> So that was that was my idea. Yeah, I just told a story about getting tackled by a deer. <laughs> oh well, okay. I mean, that's <laughs> that was it. Good. That sounds fun. I didn't. I didn't flex the creative muscle quite as hard. <laughs> I don't know why. I think this is so funny. Like the concept of a mortal, like Arthur Morgan, as you're playing Red Dead Redemption Two, like having full conscious knowledge of the fact that he's being resurrected over and over yeah. again for dumb shit. <laughs> He has no idea why, and he's unable to communicate his feelings to others. <laughs> After enough time goes by, he starts to forget that it ever happened, but then it happens again. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I uh, I need some more water. After that, then we'll jump into this kind of shitty episode right, of Supernatural. Alright, alright. Well, me and old Sean, he gets a funny idea. We're gonna rob a, a, a homestead. Alright. So, a couple of swindlers live there. He says it'll be an easy take. We just gotta be real careful about it. That's the whole thing. Gotta be real careful about it. Otherwise, we could run into trouble. So, knowing Sean, I'm expecting us to get into some sort of a fuss, because that's just the way that that boy operates. We're right up to this homestead out in the middle of goddamn nowhere. Things seem alright couple of fellers inside. We can already see him with our binoculars. Sean tells me, hey, Arthur, leave the horse down the road. We're going to sneak up on him. I think that's a good idea, Sean. That's a smarter idea than you usually have, Sean. Well, I hop on my saddle. I pat my girl down. I got to take care of my girl, Ophelia. You know that I do. Well, we're sneaking off there in the brush, you see. I'm getting down. I'm wondering, do I go for my bow and arrow? 
for a quick kill? Or do I gotta go for the rifle? You know? I don't know. So I'm standing there. Sean's sauntering off. He says, hey, Arthur, hang back. I'm gonna go ahead and take care of this. Sean saunters forward. Walks off beyond the trees just a little bit. Tells me, Arthur, now you stay there and be real quiet. And just as he says that, out of goddamn nowhere, full-on bull tackles me. Now Sean, but a damn deer, came running out of nowhere. Knocked me in half, nearly split me in two, knocked me down a hill. Well, you can imagine that that stirred up a little bit of a ruckus, a grown man being attacked by a deer in the middle of the woods. And uh, those swindlers, well, they heard us coming. It was a bit of a shootout, but we're here now, so... All's well and as well. All right. Yeehaw. Oh, I need to send you this thing real quick. Because I think you're going to get a kick out of this. Um, so Autumn found this somewhere on the internet and sent it to me and said, look how dumb these quotes are. Um, apparently this was some like write up. This seems to me like a teen Vogue kind of situation oh. or something. Oh, um, and at the very beginning of Supernatural, they look both look very young in the picture. Um, they were age twenty three and twenty seven at the time, so and both are single. So, um, this described as uh, I like Supernatural is described their characters. Pedalecki's character is wiser. Ackles is bolder. Would you describe Sam as wiser than Dean? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I want you to. Uh, they obviously read them questions and had them answer. Uh, <clears throat> like answer these questions, but that they didn't include the questions for context. So I'd like for you um, to read. Um, and this is obviously for like some Halloween thing. So it says these two Texans who play spirit chasing brothers seem like they're related. They're related for real spooky. And it's just a bunch of quotes. Can you read the, 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 the quotes for me? Just the first one from Jensen Ackles. I sure can't. So yeah, I'm a mad gummy fan. <laughs> I always have gummies in my trailer, but you can't eat too many because then you get gummy tummy and that's no good. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> Padalecki says, uh, I'm always eating candy. Jensen is pissed off that it's not showing yet. I love the smell of shampoo and a girl's hair. You can walk past someone and be like, wow, you took a shower this morning, did you? Because you smell lovely. Jensen, why did you say that? What was the context? Padalecki. It just follows after Jared's quote without context. Uh... Jared says, I love cookies baking. During the winter, they have this candle that smells like cookies, and I always buy like a hundred of them. (laughs) No, you don't, Jared! That's not true! Why did they ask them their favorite smell? I don't... It's a weird question, man. Oh, God. Fascinating. And I'm uh, sucking in a hall, so I can um, hopefully have not not cough throughout this entire episode. Suck that sucker down. <clears throat> Autumn has moved to the c- coughing portion of this illness, so she's in the living room right now just just hacking it up. Just hacking it up, living mm-hmm. her best life. Mm-hmm. Doing what she gotta do. Thanks for rolling with me on that immortal Arthur thing. Oh, it was, it was a pleasure. <laughs> it was a pleasure. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> You ready? Mm-hmm. 
also this is what Dean does has Castiel do to, to Lisa so I guess yep. whatever um Sorry, man. It was just right there, and I was hoping you would just talk through it so I could hear it. Now I we've should've. made a whole thing. Now I've got to put oh, no, it in the outtakes. No, you gotta, you gotta edit out that noise, or we'll lose listeners. It'll be in the outtakes. Like they know what they get into in the outtakes, man. Come oh, on. Oh no. Oh no. Okay.